Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. Palmer and Wing in the studio with me. Mark Callan on the phone now from Eastern Man Sports. I've seen some good pictures of you and your family. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, we had a great weekend. Good. Yeah, it looked like you had some fun. Yeah, out there playing with the kids and doing some running. So it's always good. I I missed the love to bowl, but um, I caught a little bit of it Saturday. I listened to you guys for a little bit. Didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing, but the East, East dominated, huh? Yeah, they yes. uh, they really they played solid defense. It was a scoreless first quarter, and then it all kind of went big plays, huge plays went rolling from there at, at that point. Um, so a couple couple quick things here I, I want to mention. Couple couple quick things. Um, did you hear about uh, Genie Bus? By the way, no. Genie Bus. Um, What's new with no. the buses? Um, LeBron James murals are getting vandalized oh, in Los Angeles, true. and um, apparently, uh, some of them said, "quote We don't want you." Okay, so nice to be wanted, huh? Yeah, right, okay. there's nothing there. Um, so she was asked about it. She goes, they're not Lakers fans. She goes, I just didn't realize how many people from Boston live in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, I don't think she quite Boy. understands that there's a there's a segment of the Lakers population that I believe, I, I think it's almost like they're, they're loyal to Kobe or something that does not like LeBron being in town. I, I think yeah, this... And, and why would the Southern fans care? They got him out of the East. Right. I don't. I don't get. Yeah. You either like LeBron or you don't. I, yeah. I think there's no in between with him. You either like him yeah, or you don't none. like him. I happen to be in the don't like category. I'm with you. Do not like him. Me, me, me. Tired of that. Not a guy, huh? Not a guy. Nope. We're um, Mark. I'll I'll tell you what. That lobster bowl. The one thing I noticed um, during the week, uh, especially, was that East team seemed to kind of embrace that that underdog motif. I, I thought even the fans of the East side were were pretty. They were fired up about every single defensive play in the first quarter, and then when the big plays started coming, it was you know the East that was making them. Do we make, you know, is this one of those things, I think we make a little bit too much, like when the South dominates in one year or whatever, it, or it's uh, it's uh, very easy to say, oh, the South's going to be good. But, you know, in a situation like this, you know, you put the, the good athletes from the from the North in against the athletes from the South, in this case, the East and West, but it was North and South, really. You know, it, it, to me, it just comes down to coaching and execution, and it's, it's still, you know, talent's going to usually be better one side or the other, but... The end of the day, it comes down to, to coaching and fundamentals, right? Yeah, and I mean, all the coaches that were there on both sides are great, but I mean, Dan O'Connell can get me motivated just just listening to him. You know, <laughs> you know, he's a he's a great motivator, and um, yeah, he, he he was one of the coaches, right? I mean, yeah, uh, well, and that yeah. was you know that was the first name I mentioned, uh, Mark, because Coach O'Connell, you know, the high socks, he's got that look, like <laughs> he just has those guys rolling. Yeah, and he's he's great. He's great to talk to, and and he just. You know, he he just gives me yeah. As I said, he gets fired up. I mean, he hasn't had some good teams here in recent years, but when he has even half decent talent, they're always a team to be reckoned with. I think over time, moving El and Lewiston to the East has certainly helped that whole situation. It kind of balances off, uh, you know, large school situations and whatever because there are so few in the Eastern Maine now. It, it certainly has. And I know um, up in this small area here, I mean, kind of, you probably heard that news. I think they had a moment of silence. Uh, you know, Matt Simpson uh, passed away Friday Friday night, and, uh, you know, that's um, Tyler Bean from Dexter raised all that all that money when he went to see him at the uh, hospital last October, November. So, I mean, and I know the, the, the kids that were in it from the local areas here, that kind of all 
oh, hit them, hit hit them, you know, because they all knew him well, and um, you know, that, you know, that, they just gave you know gave him an extra. I'm not saying that that's why they played so well, but that that just gave him extra motivation, kind of something else to think about while while they're out there. Talking with Mark Callender from Eastern Maine Sports, uh, going you, through. You know, we wonder whether or not the the kids and the coaches never really take this game seriously. I mean, because let's face it, it's an all-star game. I talked to somebody that, that coaches with uh, Coach Doucette from Oak Hill and said he was beside himself. He kept saying, I, I just didn't go. I should have done this and I should have done that. I mean, he was fit to be tied all day Sunday. So just tells yeah, you well, that. Well, they, well, well, they prepare, prepare all week. I mean, yeah, they have a lot of fun and they – um, all that, but you know they're, they're out there. They they want to win. The kids and coaches they want to you know put on a good show and and win. Um, you know from what I hear, the East defense really put on a great show. And but you know if I'm sure the West was you know just frustrated. I mean it was just a all star game as you said, but it, it's still you know you want you go there you want to win. You're a competitor. You want to try to win that game. What what gets me is they if you went to the state championship, you stopped playing football when late October, early November. Is that about when it is November tenth, yeah. I think it was like You have all that time off. I understand if you're an athlete, you know, an athlete's an athlete, but the level of play in that game with only one week of preparation is just amazing to me. Yeah, I mean, because you know, a lot of them, you know, came in. I mean, they, they haven't got a chance to work out. They've been working, you know, jobs and they haven't, you know, got a chance to stay in shape. So, you know, it's it's very difficult to put on a kind of show when they do, and um, you know, and obviously for the great cause. Well, and you also have some kids because somebody can't make it at the last minute. Come in and boom, they didn't even think they they weren't even thinking about being in the Lobster Bowl till this the week before. Speaking of that, I would not want B.J. Robbins' job cool. being, being the one that has to put up with you know this guy backed out, so we got to add this guy and all the way up to the last minute. Oh, oh, oh boy! Yeah, and that happened to work out there. For, um, I know the East had to get somebody, and R.J. Nelson from Foxcroft. They called him stunt last, you know, a week ago yesterday for, at work, and he uh, he got the call, and it worked out because he's right there, you know, in that area, and and that's where they were training. So he, so he stepped right in. I, I think there's a couple other people that ended up backing out late too, but so that that helped that they had somebody right there locally. Talking with Mark Callender from Eastermain Sports, Eastermain uh, EasterMainSports dot com. Um, you know, I I was going to get all excited about the Red Sox, but then I. I they beat Detroit this weekend as they should have. They got a five-game lead down in in the division, and looks like they're probably going to do what they need to do here, trade deadline wise. But you know what I've heard all week and last couple of weeks is you know how Rob Manfred's an idiot because you know Mike Trout doesn't get promoted more, and you know the the guy that I see and I I, I wonder about like doesn't get promoted more is a is a guy by the name of Mookie Betts. Uh, not only is he talented, not only is he basically leading Trout in every statistical category this year, but he plays for one of the premier franchises in baseball. And, you know, I, I, I look at a guy like Mookie Betts and I think, man, how could he not be on everything? Because he's, he's everything you'd want from a PR person's dream. You know what I mean? It, it just, I don't understand yeah. why you can't get behind him a little bit. Like, what, what? What? Right. Yeah, yeah. You think they'd be out, you know, promoting him uh, a little bit more? And I, I don't know if you probably heard Manfred's comments about Trout. Is it, um, not kind of blaming Trout for not kind of not being out there more. Um, right. That he but, should be doing more or something. Yeah, you know, outside of. I mean, that, that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> I mean, he, he's who he is. He shouldn't change change who he is. And um, you know, that's that's kind of if they want to promote him more, they go do it. You know. 
uh, and, and as you said, Mookie Betts should be um, should be uh, out there more. They should put him out there. Speaking of that, though, I think Mookie Betts is the best this year. I mean, I think Mike Mike, Mike Trout's the best player in the league, but this year Mookie Betts has been the best player. But I think JD Martinez might be the most valuable player, though. No doubt. Well, look at what he did for Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he that, and he, you know, look at when they take him out of the lineup. Uh, there's no no coincidence they got shut out. Said. Well, when you take him out of the lineup, it's the same team as you had last year, basically. Yeah, yeah, and and the only two changes in the team, uh, big big changes, uh, JD Martinez and Alex Cora. So you know, one maybe should be manager, and the other should be considered for MVP. I, I know Mookie Mookie is the best player uh, this year on that team. No, you know, but I mean, valuable wise, I would say JD Martinez is the one. You know, you talk about the, the league MVP. Now, I take a look at. If Chris Sale wins 20-plus, the Red Sox could potentially have three viable candidates for MVP of the, the league. Yeah, they'll split the vote, probably. Right, I know, I'm just saying, but you, you can make a case for all three of them. You know, the other thing about Trout, he is great, but, you know, he's not flashy. He He's pretty, I don't, I don't want to use the word humble because I don't know him, but he, he just doesn't do anything to bring attention to himself. Those baseball purists see him being as good as he is because you look at the stats and whatever, but Mookie Betts is exciting. Yes. I don't care. He just is fun. He's enjoying every minute. He's the I agree with Maddie. He's the guy you should promote. Is yeah, no it? doubt. And part of that with Trout, too, is they're never in the playoffs, and they're you know not even really contending right now, and, and that, that's kind of part of it, and their games aren't at 10 and all that. But, yeah, Mookie Betts, they're on TV all the time, and he's uh, – yeah, you're right. He's, always, he's he's having fun out there, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, with Martinez, you know, I used to be a stickler and be like, oh, the DH can't win that. I mean, and he is playing DH most of the time. But this thing with Jackie Bradley, I mean, Jackie Bradley's hitting 314 with a couple of dingers since J.D. Martinez talked to him about his swing. Like, he could be like, he. I mean, I think you give him the MVP based on his hitting exploits and his and his roving hitting coach talent. You know <laughs> what I mean? I think that I think that helps with it. Oh, locker room, he's been yeah. Good leader, and, and the and the way Jackie Bradley Jr. is hitting right now, that's as good of good as any trade deadline pickup you can have. <laughs> you know, by by him starting to hit. So good point. Huge. That's huge. The record too, like even if he gets like one hit, it's like he's they're thirty-seven and ten or something like that. It's like yeah, it's amazing how Jackie Bradley is an X factor for this team, but but here well, it is. Yeah, well, he's hitting. I mean, figure he's hitting down the bottom in the auto when he's. When he's getting hits and getting on base, that's a chance for Mookie to get two or three run homers and go grand slams instead of solo homers. You know, so that's, I mean, it's a huge thing when he's hitting and, uh, you know, anybody's hitting down the bottom of the order and he's really stepped up. You know what else has, has kind of gone unnoticed is what a what a big pickup Pierce was. Oh, oh no doubt. God. Absolutely. He has been unbelievable. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, and it's not just against left-handers. I mean, they got him to hit against left-handers. He's done great. He's hitting against everybody. He's got, you know, some time. Mullen had to miss a game there earlier um, last week. Play two positions. He's in against everybody. Talking with Mark Callender from Eastern Maine Sports. Um, Red Sox-wise, obviously, I assume you guys are going to want at least one more reliever, right? Like, I don't, I don't see anything else that you need for the bench or the lineup or anything like that unless somebody gets hurt and something comes up on the waiver wire, but... You know, yeah. I, I just think at this point it's add as many bullpen arms as you can and hope, right? I agree. Um, the one concern, you know, especially when it's postseason stuff, is Devers' defense. I mean, you, you know, I think he will be fine down the road, but 
I'm not sure if he's going to be fine this year. And, and I mean, he, he, Pierce saved him a couple of errors, uh, whatever day, maybe it was yesterday, the day before, whatever day Pierce played for. And he, I mean, he threw two in the dirt that day, and Pierce had to save him there, and he made 20 errors. So that, that's a little bit of a concern, but, um, you know, they can move things around. Nunez isn't great there, but he's better than Devers right now, so they could put a hold that thing at Nunez the third sometimes too. But, yeah, I mean, I'd like him just to, you know, after this Baltimore series, just bring Britain with him. That'd be great. That would be optimal, I think. You know, I'm really surprised that they didn't make a run at Familia. Like, I didn't yeah. think that package that uh, that Oakland. I mean, when Oakland, this is this is disgusting. Like, if I were a Mets fan, I would throw myself out into the street today. Okay, your best starter has like something wrong with him that normally happens to infants. Okay, so that takes him out of the that takes him out of the mix for uh, a few days. Okay. And during a time when maybe you could showcase him for the trade deadline so he could go. Okay. And he had just come off the DL. And then um, you got uh, Uinus Cespedes coming off the DL after a long time. And him basically coming to the media saying, oh, yeah, I got something wrong with my heels. So if something doesn't happen, you know, with that pretty soon, I'm going to have to get surgery and be out, out of action for eight to 10 months. I read an article on that today. It's not just eight to, eight to 10 months is like the optimistic version. Okay. Yeah. Like, a surgery like that is a little bit, and it also makes a lot of sense as to why he is playing. Uh, he's constantly injured with different things like uh, like hips and, and, and muscles and stuff like that because he's overcompensating for it. So you got that whole saga going on. And then you have them trading Uri's Familia way before the deadline. Right. W- definitely not for the highest bidder. And they trade him for some international bonus slot money. In Oakland, who literally had a movie made about how poor they are, took the entire salary and gave them some lower-level prospects because the Mets didn't want to pay that salary anymore. That's embarrassing. Like, how do the how do the Mets need to go to Oakland for a salary dump? Aye. Uh, yeah, yeah, that might be the first time that's happened. I, I mean, usually you go to the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers for that stuff, not not to Oakland, but they got to... Uh, Kudos to Oakland, though. I think Oakland might sneak in. I mean, they're three games behind Seattle, and uh, they're doing what they need to do. Uh, Seattle might – I mean, I know they got Cano coming back, but you can't even play if they make the postseason. And I think Seattle might need to make a move here to stay ahead of Oakland. Yeah. No, I I think Seattle's a fraud. I mean, they've been outscored – even being 20 games over 500, they've been outscored by opponents by five runs at this point. I – I think they are total, total fraud. I really do. I think, I think Oakland's going to end up probably get. If Oakland hangs on, they'll probably get that last wild card. And honestly, it may not matter who gets that last wild card. You know what I mean? Like, it could be Seattle, could be Oakland. You know, I could see Tampa making a run at it because no matter how many players they trade, they seem to have enough people to come out of the bullpen for you know two innings at a time to to make things happen. Like they're treating everything like it's a spring training game, but it's working. Yeah, I agree with you about Seattle, but for the Yankees or Red Sox, whoever's in that Wildcat game, you don't you'd rather see one of those other teams than see Packs and everything. So yeah, that's that, a that's in a one game spot. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. It's the Beulah's Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. Mark Callen from Eastern Maine Sports joins us each and every Monday. Mark, thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. All right, thank you, Matt. Have a good week. Thank you. Take care. So, yeah. That's Mark Callan from Eastern Maine Sports here on the Beelist Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partners Series across the NBR Radio Network.